Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Tud. And I'm Obert. And guys, I finally got a new kegerator. You did? I did. Nice. This is exciting news. Yeah, I don't know if I shared with you guys or the podcast that my other kegerator had died. Mm. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, so on Christmas Eve, or no, actually, was it Christmas Eve? No, Christmas, on Christmas, I went to get a beer and, you know, kind of like celebrate the holiday and kind of say goodbye. And I took a beer out and it was, it was kind of cold, but not really cold. And I was like, oh, that's kind of... tell something was wrong. Yeah, and I was like, that's kind of strange. Like, usually my, my, my kegerator is colder than every other fridge I own. So I drank the beer, didn't really think much of it, until I was like three quarters of the way full and I, through, and I was like, you know, that's really, really weird. So I went and I felt the other beers in the kegerator, and they were all semi-cold, or like the cans were like, con- like had condensation on them. So unfortunately, on Christmas Day, my kegerator succumbed to whatever kegerator succumbed to, and now it went up to the big bar in the sky, and now it's pouring beers for... <laughs> you know, the likes of, of Bob Saget and Betty White and oh yeah oh my goodness um, who else Norm McDonald Norm McDonald John Madden uh, Dan yeah. Reeves Sam Pulte is it Sam Poltier is that the guy who just died too um, oh I don't I don't know golly so so it's up there serving its its duty but I did finally get a new kegerator this past weekend and she's running great so far. This one actually has like a temperature gauge on the inside so I can turn down or up the temperature if I want to. Uh, so I'm oh. not stuck with like ice cold beer now or like like frozen beer. Now I can like be like, oh, it's now it's cold beer. <laughs> That's good. I mean, and what better time for it to happen than the, the time that you're being sober? Yeah. Yeah. So it was, <laughs> it was nice. Um, it was real. It's actually uh, my wife thinks that it's it's nicer looking than our last kegerator so it's been an improvement there you go yeah. you know you always hear that celebrities die in threes and they're you know bob saget betty white tut's kegerator so there we go know. the third one that's the, yeah that was the i guess i guess bob saget would have been the third one yeah that's, that's true my kegerator yeah. was the first oh so sad somebody should have called it. betty white and let, let them know yeah you better watch out tut's kegerator pass oh man yeah, we, I found uh, heard about Bob Saget the other day on stream. I was streaming, and uh, they broke it in chat. I was like, "Oh my, oh my goodness! I didn't think he was that old." He uh, wasn't sixty-five. He wasn't. He, yeah, he was only sixty-five. Sad, sad. Rest and he in had peace. just he had just finished a, a comedy show like six hours beforehand. I had tweeted out like that he was like back in love with doing comedy again. Wow. Yeah, sad stuff. It's like uh, you know, twenty twenty one was like, oh, I'm gonna be terrible, and bet took Betty White, and then. 2022 is like hold my beer and uh i don't know not a good start not a good start 2022 no do better do better yes yes and the colts are out of the playoffs so yeah but that's that's double their dead own thing double, double season. Bad. that's double their bad. own yeah. fault the colts the colts to be out of the playoffs is their own damn fault it's 2022's fault okay you know who else is also out of the playoffs is the fucking chargers because yes, yes they are they are dumb the Raiders were willing to run out the clock, let them both go to the, the playoffs, kick Ben Roethlisberger out of the playoffs, and they said, nay, timeout. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Idiots. I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm glad football's over. Can't wait till next year. <laughs> I mean, it's not over. The Cowboys Chris are Chris has, like, object permanence issues where <laughs> if his team's not in the playoffs, then uh, they don't really happen. The Cowboys are still in it. Like, they've, they've no, got a the, chance. The... The football's over for this year. 
Uh, I'm glad. I can't wait till for it to start again. You don't um, want to watch Tom Brady win his eighth Super Bowl? Uh, the football doesn't count anymore. <laughs> oh man! If only you guys had like a good know. quarterback, like Andrew Luck or something like that. Like you guys should have drafted I better. I was literally t- I was talking about Andrew Luck today. I was like, no, okay, um, we we ruined him, and and it's our fault. He was on the national championship game. He was there. He he lost all of his weight. He weighs about a buck ninety. He looks like a like a hobo version of Dan. <laughs> so you're saying he's not preparing for a comeback? No, 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 no. He looks Aww. like he's you know he's got a long beard, kind of looks disheveled, but he's like tall and lanky like Dan now. Oh, I was really hoping he was getting ready for a comeback. <laughs> oh man, thanks 2022. Well. You know what? You know what? Twenty twenty two needs is some non alcoholic beer. Twenty twenty two is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> it's beer thirty, and I'm thirsty. I've been working like a dog all week long, so maybe something cold won't hurt me. Cause it's beer thirty, and it's time to party. Yeah, baby. Alrighty. So, going through my month of of soberness, I. Ventured into Total Wine this past weekend, which was kind of weird to go to Total Wine just to find non-alcoholic beers. And I yeah. will say, I did well. I didn't look at the normal beer. Didn't even, like, it, it, it yelled at me and I kind of said, go away. I don't want to talk to you. Don't look at me. I was ashamed. Um, and I found, I found, a like, there was a lot of non-alcoholic beers at Total Wine. Um, I counted at least, like, you know, like, three whole, like, eight foot shelves worth of non-alcoholic beer wow. so oh wow i was were our boys hairless dog represented there they were um our boys hairless dog were there so was athletic um athletic had quite the big display being that it's from connecticut um all of their beers were there uh hairless dog had their their big three that we that they sent us mm-hmm. and then there were a few others and you know i i know we've it we've re- re- i've reviewed two different versions of non-alcoholic beers and my favorite have been the IPAs, the ones that are most hopped. So I said to myself, I could just do that for the rest of the month, and I'd probably be fine. I could say, all right, this is a good substitute for an IPA. This is a good substitute for an IPA. But I wanted to try something else because there were a few beers that kind of piqued my interest about what they might taste like as non-alcoholic beers. And that's how I ended up with the beer that I'm drinking. Or the, the I don't even know if you call this a beer. It's called a non-alcoholic craft brew. That's what led me to this one, which is called Sober Carpenter. Huh. Hmm. Um, it is their, or the, the brewery is Sober Carpenter, I'm sorry. It is their white beer. Uh, it says, this flavorful Belgian-style white offers balanced, balanced aromas of orange, coriander, and wheat. It's rich, and a hazy body will surely please. It's, it's interesting that, like Hairless Dog, they don't use the word beer anywhere on the packaging. Yeah. It makes me wonder if that this is made the same way where it's not actually fermented with the alcohol removed. Um I will say that there is no it doesn't even say like half a percent ABV on this this can. You know what? I'll um I'll start looking it up and maybe I can have some information for you by the time we get to uh by the time we get into it. Sure. So let me pour this and then I'll I'll tell you a little bit about what kind of drew me to this beer. Um Besides the fact that it wasn't an IPA, so I figured it might be kind of interesting to try this. But on the can itself, it does say that it you know it tells you what the malts are made or the malts that it's made with. So it's um, toasted wheat, oak flakes, and caramels with some um, 
German hops that I'm not even going to attempt, or Belgian hops I'm not even going to attempt to say. And then Holler spice, cow. Yeah, there you go. Can you say the other That's word? That's a popular one. Middlefru. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> wow, it's almost like you have the can in front of you, but you don't. I, I yeah, I know. <laughs> um, spices. There's it's bitter orange peel and coriander, and then it tells me that it's it comes in at 41 calories. So this is a 16 ounce can, only 41 calories for this beer. That's better than water. Yeah, it, it might be. Uh, it's 16 IBU, and this brewery is out of uh, Canton, Ohio. So the beer. It looks like a white. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. slightly hazy. Um, the head kind of stuck around for a second or two, but it's kind of it's kind of a little bit low on head, but it's still kind of there. On the nose, it smells very malty. I don't get a lot of. Uh, it does not smell like you know other popular whites are like Blue Moon. It does not smell like Blue Moon. It smells a little bit more malty than that. Um, maybe I should have had an orange peel, but I don't have an orange, so we're not going with an orange peel. Let's dive on in. What is the malted liquor? What gets you drunk or quicker? What comes in bottles or in cans? Beer. Can't get enough of it. Beer. How we really love it. Beer. Makes me think I'm a man. Beer. I could kiss and hug it, Beer. but I'd rather chug it. Tap my belly out to here. Golly, I adore it. Beer. Come on, damn it, pour it. Do it for me. Brew it for me. Feed it to me. Speed it to me. Beer. The most wonderful drink in the world. Hooray! So, I see why I, I should have probably stayed more with IPAs. This hmm. tastes... It's... For what it is, it's good. But you can definitely tell that it's lacking something um, okay it's got a good you know it tastes my first initial feeling the, the way to describe it is it tastes like a multi seltzer water so you're not getting that like citrusy coriander none it tastes like a weedy seltzer mm. like if you put like a, a plain weedy in a thing of seltzer and shook it all up that's what this would taste like huh that is a little disappointing is it too cold um i don't maybe but I don't think so. Um, it's not that cold. Um, I'm kind of disappointed. I was, I would, you know, based on how this can looked and all the information it was giving me, I was like, oh, this is going to be, this is going to blow it out of the water. It's going to be a good go-to non-alcoholic beer. Mm. No. And I do see finally on the can where it says it contains less than 0.5% ABV. So I wonder if, if it's like part of their brewing process when they suck all the alcohol out. If they replace it with seltzer water, or they replace it with normal water, and all the flavors kind of go away. I don't think they really replace it with anything. I think they just distill it out. It's possible that in that distillation process, it breaks down some of the more, uh, like, the the flavorful compounds, you know? Yeah. Like, does it taste like a Belgian? Because I know, generally, you're not a Belgian fan. It tastes like a, but it's not a Belgian, it's a white. So it tastes like, it tastes like it's, it's a... Seltzery blue moon. Well, whites are Belgians. Well, whites are yeah, and I believe you even read the can and it said Belgian, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, but I like I like I like blue moon or shock top or okay. any of those types of Belgians. I get you know it, when I when I say that I, I that Belgians don't really do it for me. It's it's more like the um the triples, the doubles, and those have okay. kind of grown. I've been trying to get more into those. Yeah, during my beer drinking time, but this. It's just not doing it for me. Mm. Very disappointing. I did buy another beer by these guys called uh, Uber Hop. Um, I didn't. Okay. I, my plan is not to drink that one on the podcast. I just kind of bought it because I was like, "Ooh, Uber I'd hop. like to, I'd like to try that." Because it's got a cool name like Uber Hop. Um, he said, "Ooh," with the two dots over the heel. <laughs> <laughs> um, now you said that they were from 
Ohio. I'm seeing on their website that, that it says they're from uh, Montreal. It says Sober Carpenter Brewery. Oh, imported by somebody, by some beverage company oh. out of Canton, Ohio. Product of Canada. There you go. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, on their website, it's interesting. It says that, yeah, they do have the less than half percent alcohol, um, but that's about the same amount. That's in orange juice, which I didn't know that. That's interesting. That orange juice has about less than half a percent alcohol. Wait, what is that? Is that true? Yeah, it must be the fermentation of the sugars in the orange juice over time. I don't I'm know. I'm get wasted on orange juice. <laughs> You're going to need to drink about <laughs> 10 times as much. <laughs> it's, uh, when I go, man, I can't wait to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you drinking 10 gallons of orange juice? Don't, don't worry about it. Just try to get hypoglycemic over here. <laughs> hypoglycemic. I'm very low on vitamin C, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, um, so how much did these cost? Uh, they ran the gamut somewhere between like two bucks for some of them, and, and I think these were two ninety nine, which I was okay with because they're okay. sixteen ounce can compared to the other ones which I got were twelve ounce cans, and I got one box. That's bot. not bad. Interesting. So, so I decided I would I would try a little bit of all the different styles and see which one I like the best. Uh, so far, you know, on my adventure through non alcoholic beers, uh, my favorite still is the hairless dog. Okay. All right. I know that uh, I know Dana was telling me that uh, apparently Sam Adams has like a hazy IPA zero alcohol. I don't know if you've seen that one. I did not see north. that one. I, I, we, I was looking for it um, down here because, you know, take take it easy a little bit sometimes. And um, uh, we couldn't find it. So I wonder if you could see it. But I, yeah, apparently Sam Adams makes one. So I'd be interested to try that one. That's probably be a solid one. Yeah. I, I mean, if I if I had saw it, I would have obviously brought that one up because it would have been, you know, unique to New England. Um, as we all know, Obert can't get Sam Adams in Montana for some reason, which is strange. No, I can. Oh, I thought you said you couldn't. No, there's like, I get the the mainstays. I don't oh, get okay. the... And I see it a lot more like on tap at bars than I do in uh, the store. You know, they'll have like their New England IPA or whatever they're calling it now. Wicked Hazy. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a well, good I got the white ale up on untapped here. Yeah, so my so my rating, it's not good. I give it a, a two and a half. Okay, you're right. That is pretty not good. Maybe two point two five. No, I'll stick with two and a half. Two and a half. Okay. I have no idea how Untapped's going to rate this. How many ratings are there? Uh, seven hundred eighty-two. Okay, so a lot. <laughs> I don't think people are going to like it either. I don't know where to put it. Untapped's usually not below three. I had the same issue on the pregame mm-hmm. where I was like, these, the, the, I think a lot of tallies that Todd has on the board are like beers that you know are going to be in like the four point teens. So it's like, <laughs> okay, this, this is the true test. Right. This is a lot harder where you're yeah. like, I don't know where this is going to be. There's no way that there's, there's no way this has a three average. It's, it's bad. Maybe it's below two. Maybe it's, maybe it's below, below one. Maybe it's below one. Maybe the lowest rated thing on Untapped. Maybe I bought it. Over a four. Maybe. If if this is over a four, I quit. I will leave the <laughs> podcast forever. Never be heard from again. You should you should guess four just to be safe, I think. <laughs> just just to be sure. You get it you get it in there. So I will I'm gonna give it a I I'm gonna flip a coin. 
It's two, seven, five, or it's a three, based on my coin flip that I don't have. So I'm going to flip this thing. <laughs> flip this thing. Two, seven, five. This is your guess? That's my guess. Uh, yeah, I, we gave you too many hints. It's a 2.66. Yep. 2.66. Okay. Yeah. That's... 0.09. That's pretty low. good. That is... That is pretty low. Real one of the low. lowest beers we've had on the show. That is pretty low. I mean, what was uh, the gelada? <laughs> I'm sure the gelada, the gelada was higher, was wasn't it? People like that for some reason. So. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, there's, I mean, they still make it, so I don't, I don't freaking... I don't this is... But. I mean, it's, it's not... It makes me sad for the Uber hop. I'm kind of upset that that now the Uber hop may be terrible as well. Mm. Not to spoil it, but it is also under a three. So. Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh no, Silver Carpenter. No, maybe they've never had real beer before. Like, I mean, so they they've don't... got such a cool logo. I, the can looks great. It's kind of like it's a, all in the marketing. It's yeah. it's a it's a saw going through a log with some trees, but also kind of looks like a dude with a beard, like. I, like I was, I was all in. I saw it. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" I almost bought four packs because I was like, "What if they're delicious?" <laughs> what if <laughs> I never <laughs> want to drink beer again? I'm just hooked on this sober carpenter. Yeah, and <laughs> what if they're delicious and they're all sold out? <laughs> yeah, I mean, so sad. if I was looking for sober beer, uh, uh, non-alcoholic beers, and I saw those, I would buy them too. So I don't blame you. I don't blame you. They, they, they look the part. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that you you took the bullet for me though. So, yeah, I'm not All happy right, to so... do it. By the way, not happy to take this bullet. <laughs> what? So, Chris, do you have an alcoholic beverage for us tonight? I do. I do have an alcoholic beverage, and it's a fun one um, that I'll get into right now. His sticker at Fox Farm makes me jealous. I want to go to Fox Farm. Not the T-shirt. No, no. I I know. I I don't even pay attention to his T-shirts anymore. He he wears a Fox Farm shirt like. 90% of the Probably recordings. five days a week. No, I have way uh, way many other breweries that I wear now. Like, Chris, like do, you wear brewery, do you wear brewery shirts to work? No, no. Why not? So you have other clothes. <laughs> I do, yes. Yes. I have... Uh, now, I, I will say, a lot of my wardrobe, when I'm not in work, are brewery t-shirts. <laughs> when you say a lot... <laughs> You mean all of? <laughs> no, I have like a couple I Pokemon so. shirts, and uh, I was gonna say you gotta have some Pokemon shirts. And um, uh, no, I guess I do wear a lot of brewery shirts. They're comfortable. <laughs> They're comfortable shirts. They're very nice shirts. I actually just bought two more. <laughs> Fox Farm shirts? No, no, no. Uh, Wooden Robot and uh, Divine Barrel, I believe, is I bought. So I will say the Wooden Robot logo is fantastic. Oh, it's great. It's great. Unfortunately, I bought us. So fun, fun fact, uh, or I guess uh, a good segue. I don't know. Whatever. Like, whatever this is. Uh, I bought I bought a, I bought a shirt that was like, I was like, oh, how's the fit on them? And they're like, oh, it's like, you know, normal. It's not. It's not normal, guys. It's not, <laughs> it's not normal. It's not. It's, it's, it's very slim fit. Very slim fit. Unfortunately, I'm very un, unslim right now. So... <laughs> <laughs> if there are brewers out there listening, I know you can buy fat people t- like t-shirts. Like they Please make do. like they make like like beer belly t-shirts. Yeah, I think I think if you raised your prices of your t-shirts by one dollar or two dollars, you would never hear a complaint from a single beer, a single person who goes to your brewery and buys your t-shirt. You'd be like, oh, look yeah. at all this extra room I have for my belly now. 
Yeah. Well, okay. You got to think about it. There's like two different dynamics. There's the skinny hipsters, right? That that go to to breweries, and then there's us. You know, like right. The the the, the, the full figured men that go there, and uh, and it's just like okay, you're gonna you're gonna you're really gonna serve me up biggest biggest size you have is extra large. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> I haven't I haven't been an extra large in ten years. Okay, calm calm, calm down, everybody. You were an uh, extra large ten years ago. Uh huh. Yeah, that's when I met. That's how math works. That's how I met Dana. Yeah. Yeah. That's when, that's when I met. Well, probably both. Probably both. Yeah. That's, yep. That's probably high, how how like, and when I met, I met you're like, Dana. You like my extra large body? Don't worry. In ten years, it's going to be a two three x for you. <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be way bigger. <laughs> Oh man, but uh, <laughs> but actually, that's that's how you proposed. You said, "Will you, will you join me and let me get grow an extra X out of my shirt size?" <laughs> that was in my in in my wedding vows. Was yeah, no, I'm, I'm a few X's bigger. <laughs> oh man, uh, but while I was buying those T-shirts, <laughs> I was also hanging out with uh, our one of our uh, oldest uh, podcast listeners. Instagram friends, uh, Brandon, aka Craft Handler on Instagram, and uh, I think I talked about it on the pod or the pregame. I can't remember which one, but uh, we went. He was he was visiting in Charlotte, and I drove drove down there to hang out with him. We had a had a couple beers together. Um, him and his him and his wife, and it was it was a lot of fun, a ton of fun. And it turns out he is an assistant brewer at a a small brewery down in georgia and he brought me a four pack of his beers uh to try so uh yeah i was i was super pumped i wasn't expecting anything obviously and um the fact that it's from his brewery which is uh authentic brewing company um which is out of uh where the hell something oh athens georgia yes athens georgia so oh that explains the name i guess yep yep so I was um, like, did he just really butcher the word authentic? No, no, no. I read, it, I read it right. Because <laughs> I wanted to say authentic, but I didn't because I did it right. Um, and uh, he sent uh, the four pack had two of their uh, two of their brews, and the one I chose to bring tonight is their uh, dry Irish stout, Ooh. which is called Upright Hermit, and it's uh, kind of a neat can label, can art. It's got like this like cat mage on it or cat hermit i guess i guess so yeah i thought he was like a like a monk but yeah i think he's a hermit clearly yeah so um kind of kind of a neat uh I do pretty like cool. can art. yeah it's pretty cool can art i like it um and this is a dry irish style it's it's pretty low i mean 3.8 percent abv so this is basically not alcoholic um but uh i'm pretty excited i have not had any of their had any of his stuff before um and uh but it was really really awesome hearing like his story and we'll, we'll have to have him on the podcast because he knows a lot about beer he, know, he knows a lot about beer so he's also our historian um, so we probably should have him on he for is that also our, yes that's true he's also our 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 um uh intern, very official historian yeah our intern historian yes unpaid internship the, historian un, unpaid internship of the pod so um but uh, let's let's crack it open and see how it is. I'm excited to try it. Hopefully, hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's good. It smells good. Ooh. Oh, and by the way, if you go to Resident Culture and you buy enough beer, they'll give you a free glass. So, <laughs> how much beer do you have to buy? One case. How At many cases did case. you buy? Uh, I, 
only bought one. I only bought one at Resident Culture, and I bought one at one and a four pack at uh, Divine Barrel. So, so I'm gonna channel my inner Todd Cleo here. Yes. I don't think Chris is gonna like this beer very much. You don't think so? I don't think you're a dry stout Irish stout kind of guy. No, I'm gonna prove you wrong right now. Five. Okay. I'm not even gonna. Be, I'm not even gonna try it. I don't even know. Full if glass. I, know if I can a, tell by looking at this. I don't know if I've had a dry Irish stout before. Isn't that like Guinness? Well, I guess. Oh yeah, I guess they are like extra dry and all that, right? Like. Yeah. Oh, I like. All right, then I like it. I like dry, <laughs> dry Irish stouts. Then it's a five for me too. Ted says. Perfect. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm gonna guess that's what the hell he's talking about. All fives, five train. All right, so there it is. Uh, nice, dark, 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 dark stout. Um, the head, okay, so Brandon, minus a few points already. The head is, it looked nice when I poured it, okay? It looked beautiful when I poured it, but it's dissipated relatively quickly. So when I poured it, big, beautiful brown head, now almost gone. Now, Brandon, so keep in mind who poured the beer. I poured it perfectly. Like, keep in mind no who poured ever, the beer. No one's ever poured a beer more perfect than that. I like Mr. Mr. Beer Pour 2022. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, but it smells good. Um, I get like some roasty, like coffee, almost coffee uh, vibes from it, uh, from the smell taste. Um, so or nose taste, whatever we call it. I forgot. And uh, so I'm excited. Let's see. How, let's see how it is. I'm going to prove Brendan wrong by, I mean, Obert wrong by... <laughs> Yeah, don't uh, don't start adding in other names. He's over. I know, I know. There's, there's too many things going on. Too many things. Um, I'm gonna prove him wrong by loving this more than any beer in in the world. Okay, here we go. I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Okay. All right. Um, so Todd Cleo was wrong. Todd Cleo was wrong. Um, I've never had a more dry stout in the world, um, and it's perfect. Really? <laughs> no. Well, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just trying. No, actually, it's not bad. It's not bad. Um, it is uh, definitely dry. Uh, I know that's part of part of the thing. The the um, middle of the three words of the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> It's definitely Irish. <laughs> if I had one other word to describe it, it would probably be stout. Stout, no, stout, mean, stouty, stouty. It's stout. You know. Uh, no, I mean it's good. It's good. It's um. It's got. It does have some really, really strong uh, malt flavors, and they are those, of course, dark malts that uh, add some of that nice. Um, there is like a nice hint of hint of coffee. Um, they didn't necessarily say coffee, but it has like that, like the bitterness from coffee almost. Um, it is dry, um, despite it being liquid. It is dry, and it 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 sweetens up just a, a tiny bit at the end. But or maybe my tongue's just getting used to it. That might be more what it is. Um, it's relatively easy to drink. It's not super heavy on your tongue. What's the that's kind of? It's only three point eight percent. So. It's uh, pretty low. Like, um, I don't know the story behind the beer. I wish I would have asked them. That would have been smart of me um, as to, like, how they or why they decided to brew a lower ABV beer. Are these, like, normally lower ABV? Um, well, I know I Guinness think... is usually, like, five-ish. 
Yeah, okay. Maybe like 5.9, I don't know. Hmm. It's a big difference between 5 and 5.9. Well, it's not 5, I don't think, but it's 5-ish. 5-ish, okay. Yeah, okay. So... But it's it's not bad. It's not bad. Not my it's not my favorite beer, and it certainly isn't a style I normally go to. So Obert was right about that. Not normally a style I I, I strive towards. But um, but it's it's not bad. I, I'm trying to figure out like where I want to place it. Uh, it's definitely like I'm definitely more of a and I mean you've listened to 170 episodes of the podcast, like, <laughs> right? Like, we all know, know if we started at one, and yeah. they have listened to every episode before catching up to right now. Yeah, I, I assume people just restart every week. Like <laughs> once once they they finish episode 170, boom, back to one, and then they work their way back up. Um, Turns out Guinness is 4.2, by the way. Okay, okay. so apparently apparently that is right on right on pace. Um, but yeah, I mean it's not quite. I find Guinness to be smoother than this. Um, this one's definitely a little more bitter than than say Guinness would be, um, but it's not bad. I like the roast. I like like the roasted uh, malt flavor that I'm getting though. There's a lot of that. I'm I'm enjoying that. Um, I'm gonna give it. Do one more. It was also a gift from a friend, so I'm trying not to. I'm trying to like you know judge it fairly. You know, I'm gonna give it a three and a half. I'm gonna give it a three and a half. I I enjoy it. Um, and the more I drink it, like I'm really enjoying. Uh, the end is it 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 like the bitterness lets up a little bit at the end, and it it sweetens up just a smidge. It's it's not bad. Um, yeah, dry Irish stouts not my normal go to, but uh, this one this one was fun to uh, have. And Brandon, thank you for hang- number one hanging out. Number two, uh, giving me these beers. Um. But yeah, I'm gonna give it three and a half. I think it's I think it's pretty good. I think it's pretty good. I'm excited. I would be excited to try uh, some other stuff from his brewery. Hint, hint. Um, if <laughs> <laughs> if if he ever wants to put a box together and send some to North Carolina, I'd be there for it. But this is solid. Three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah. So, out of a hundred check-ins, what do you think the okay. rating is? Hmm. So. From what I understand, Athens, Georgia is a college town. Apparently, that's where UGA is or something like that. I don't know. Go Bulldogs. Uh, <laughs> um, so, I'm hoping. I'm hoping it's going to be. See, but it's a small brewery. Hmm. I don't know much about them. I am going to guess a. I think I'm going to like it more than untapped. Um, I'm going to guess a 3.33. So, Untapped likes it more than you like it. Okay, damn. I mean, I meant 369. So, that would have been closer. Damn it. <laughs> uh, it's a 373. That's all. Oh, I was so close with my second guess. That counts. Oh, damn. I see. Uh, I talked myself out of it. I talked myself out of it. <laughs> you should have flipped the uh, thing like I did. I know. I know. Well, it was it was so tough. I've never heard of them, and I didn't know. Like, I, didn't, I don't know. Uh, well, I hadn't heard of them until... To hanging out with him but uh it, it's good it's good so i'm glad that it's a 373 that's that's good that's good um and my second guess counts because i said so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't think that's how that works no todd's still on the board todd's flipped the coin. That doesn't, or flip the thing that doesn't count <laughs> uh, but i still okay. would have been All closer right. Right. not for my second guess 
true. All right. Well, let's find out if I can uh, if I can unseat him here. I yeah, I do want to try this this beer by Authentic Brewing Company called Fudge Mallow. Ooh, Ooh that sounds uh, good. I, I'm in on this one. Yes. Okay. A non-Irish wet stout. It is a pastry, <laughs> it's a pastry stout. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> I'm in. Historian of the pod, you have my address. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also would like some barely cobbling as well. Ooh, that looks pretty go. good too. All right. Do you have one of those, Chris? No, I no no no. The, the, the other one he sent me was got. like a a rice beer. I I could look it up real quick, but it's kind of like their. Uh, he said he said it was their their Bud Light or their Budweiser or something like that. Okay, so I have another um, continuing my Vermont beer series here. This is a Burlington beer from one of Tud's favorites I know, Foam, Foam Brewing. Ooh. Hell yeah. Yeah. And um, I'm lucky. I thought this was an IPA, but um, turns out this is a Fruited Gosa. So that's that's a fun little change for me. <laughs> it's um, It says it's with Lulo and Karuba and Sea Salt. And I don't know what Lulo or Karuba, C-U-R-U-B-A are. But this is the Odd Pets, and it's it's called Odd Pets 08-2021A, which I don't know if that all makes it into Untapped, if they do different batches with different ratings. But uh, as you can guess, this was canned in August of last year. So this is exciting. I don't know if I've had anything from Foam before. I've Todd has said excellent things about them. Foam is, I, I've never had four quarters, so I can't I can't say it for certain. But the last time I was in Burlington, Foam is the best. The Foam's the best brewery I've had out of Vermont. Um, their their IPAs are excellent. They own a place called the House of Fermentology, which is where they brew all their sours out of. And they've got these two sours called Orange Dot and Purple Dot that I've gone on record saying that they're they're my favorite sours ever. Now I was telling Obert before the podcast that I might have been influenced because. At the time, I wasn't into sours, and it's kind of like the beer, the sours that got me into sours. But I would mm. love to try them again now that I'm a much more seasoned sour drinker. But foam is fantastic. See if they hold up. Yeah, I'm excited to try this one out. Um, I've never been up to Burlington. It's far, but uh, I don't know from if I'll ever go. From you now, I... it is far. <laughs> <laughs> it's far from everything, just like Montana. Um, it's hard to get from one place that's far from everything to another place that's far from everything. It's very, very true. Um, but I poured it in my new treehouse tulip glass here. Uh, a little bit of, not floaties, sinkies. A little bit of uh, sediment on the bottom. But it's this beautiful golden straw. Nice, nice color. Uh, kind of a muted aroma, I'm surprised, coming uh, out of the can. I was expecting more more on the nose. But it's, it has that traditional sour gosa smell. Um, probably much more of a summer beer, I would guess, being ghost of style. But um, let's find out. Ooh, I was not expecting this. Wow. It has a lot more sweetness than I was expecting. Um, I guess it is a fruited gosa. I'm getting almost like agave sweetness. Like a um cactus almost just um <laughs> have, how many how many cactuses have you licked cacti how many cacti have you licked before i've never licked a cacti but um there is a beer from um helena 
Lewis and Clark Brewing called the, the Prickly Pale Ale that I think is brewed with cactus. Either that or it's just good marketing. Is it brewed um, with a prickly pear? Prickly pear is a cactus. Oh, is it? I thought prickly pear was like an actual pear. Mm, I don't know. Find out. Is I think a prickly pear cactus is a thing. We're going to do some cactus research. You can tell this podcast is not from the Southwest. <laughs> so it looks like a cactus, but apparently it's edible. It's yeah, the things... that's why I can describe things that taste like. It well, tastes so... like prickly pear. So what it appears to be is, you know how sometimes cacti grow like the purp- or like the, like the red purpley things out of the top of them? Fruit? Yeah, that's the pear. Okay, so it's settled. It is cactus. I guess, I guess <laughs> it is the pear of a cactus. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, this tastes like agave to me. Um, it has a very well-balanced saltiness level. It's hard sometimes when you're having a gosa to get that dialed in. Some of them I know just go overboard on the salt. Other ones you can't really get it. This just has the right amount to kind of leave your mouth nice and as dry as the Sahara. But um, cactus, Sahara. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going for. <laughs> does, does it taste like a scorpion bite too? Maybe a little bit of scorpion in here. Scorpion bowl, perhaps. It does have that little tiki vibe. I don't know what this um, Lulo and Karuba are says in the label i have no idea if those are hops but i'm enjoying this a lot maybe it's because i haven't had a gosa in months maybe it's just because foam is that good but i am shocked that after six plus months this beer is still holding on it's foam is ama- it doesn't surprise me foam is amazing i guess not quite six months but still um it's delicious i really like this beer i get some orangey coriander like we were talking about the things you didn't taste in your beer tangerine those orange citrus fruits too i'm glad you Ooh, got all of really my good. i'm glad you got all of my fruit flavor I, yeah thank you for donating it into my beer now we know when they take the flavors out they send them to foam into the odd pets that's what they do with all the extra flavor that they took from your beer there you go so so um, lulo is a colombian fruit Ooh. Um, it looks like an orange um a super tart citrusy, um, well, that that was not any any help at all. This is a mistake. That doesn't seem right. A super tart citrusy mistake. <laughs> um, uh, a naranjila is is I guess it's called a lulo in. What? Why is this so hard? Why? I thought I had it. And Chris, sometimes this Wikipedia so, article was written by a, a third grader, apparently. <laughs> Chris, sometimes sometimes words are hard. Third hold on, okay, hold on, hold on, I, hold on. Let's try another like, one. Kind of like authentic earlier. Now this, we've okay, just learned that Chris doesn't know how to read. Guide to a weird exotic fruit. Okay, here we go. <laughs> What's the source here? What website are we on? Uh, Thefoodhog.com. <laughs> okay, thanks. You, thank you, the food hog. <laughs> Uh, okay, give me taste, not varieties. Give me taste. Interesting facts and nutrition. Uh, I want to learn about the interesting nutrition. <laughs> how do you use lulo fruit? Okay, we're getting close. In a beer, apparently. It can be the. It can be eaten raw. Um, savory in savory stews. Uh, you're not. You're not going to tell me what it tastes like. Nope. It's, it sounds <laughs> like it tastes like an orange, which I'm it, definitely getting. In yeah, this beer. it's 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 like a it's from what I understand, like maybe a more citrusy. Uh, orange um like a orange juice with citrusier yeah <laughs> yeah no i'm buying that um Wait, so it, okay. it's yummy 
Now, Ted is on the hog of food.com. <laughs> so slash Lulo. <laughs> Can I rate this beer yet or no? Banana passion no. fruit is a Karuba. No, you're not allowed to. Oh, it's a banana and passion fruit? It's banana passion fruit. Um, Dude, those are two different fruits, though. It's No, it's both so, of them together. So a Lulo, kind of a, tastes, a Lulo tastes similar to a pineapple or a lemon. I was going to say, I do kind of, I was imagining it being like a hybrid between an orange and a lemon when, when Chris said it was more citrusy than orange, it's, um, which I, I get, I get that extra, extra bite. It's apparently a big favorite in the South American juice bars as a, as a Ooh. smoothie addition. We should go to a juice bar mm. together as long as it's not like code for like a gay bar. <laughs> I could end up, I could see ending up in the wrong late night juice bar. On accident. Hey, right. we went to a we went to a gay bar at my birth uh, my bachelor party. It was perfectly fine. Oh, was that One World? Yeah, <laughs> I vaguely remember that now. It was also the like one of the last bars of the night. So it, it had the I best beer of the, it, of the whole trip. It did have. If very you go good back, beer. yeah. Next time we go to Asheville, definitely, definitely going to One World again. But anyway, um, I gotta rate this beer. I can't stall any longer. This oh man, it's really good. Um, four and a half. Why not? Nice. YOLO. YOLO nice. for Lulo. Um, now, is someone who's looking at Untapped is Odd Pets like a whole series? Yes, it does appear to okay. be a series. Very and much. It so. seems like they probably add different fruits in each Odd Pets, so they're probably all different, right? Well, it doesn't say what fruits are in it, so it's just. But they all have the uh, unbreakable code that you have at the end of yours. So okay. <laughs> It's all different, though. Um, so imagine this is probably under 1,000 check-ins. Yeah, 176, actually. Wow, that's wow. going to make this tough. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, it's got that foam hype. It's a delicious Gosa. Um, 4.10. Ooh, close. Close, close, close. 4.13. 4.13. Almost there. Wow. I Damn. Well, it earns it. It definitely it, earns it. Um. I don't. I don't have any regrets about the four and a half. I don't think that was too high. Maybe it's because I haven't had that many foam beers. But oh. I'd love to hear what Ted thinks about it after the sours you've had trying this. If his compares, but well, I don't have one to compare. Yeah. Unfortunately, I wish I did. Um, but I wish you did too, Ted. But now, now I really want to go to foam. Now I'm going to have to get a trip to to Vermont together and go to foam. <laughs> so yeah, we've decided that. The beginning of February, you're gonna do a puzzle and you're gonna go to Burlington. Yeah, so I, we should talk about that. So, <laughs> so in the mail today, I walked out onto my porch to get an, an Amazon package that I had ordered, and I noticed that there was another box that had my name on it. And I was like, "Well, this is kind of weird." So I came inside and I kind of shook the box, and I was like, "I have no clue what's in this box." I was like, "I don't know." Oh. Caitlin was like, "He was like." What what did you order now? I believe was her exact statement to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, honestly, I don't know. And she laughed and she was like, you need to stop ordering so much stuff on Amazon if you can't even remember what was ordered f- f- on Amazon by you for you. So I was like, no, I, I, I was like, I know what's supposed to be coming. This is not it. So I opened it and it was a magic puzzle. Obert bought me a magic Aww. puzzle. Nice. Well, you said you'd never done a puzzle before. So I figured you... Start start at the very best, and I think you'll have a good time. Yeah, oh, so, that's awesome. <laughs> so an executive decision was made because, you know, I, I feel like building a puzzle 
is probably a really good drinking activity. Um, nothing can go wrong when drinking right. and trying to build a, a, a multiple piece thing with a lot of small pieces. So I, the first weekend of February, I will be building this puzzle, um, you know, while drinking and enjoying my non-sober lifestyle again. Mm, but I will take some pictures and, and post it on the Instagram as well during the process and after it's built because I want to know what the magic is. And I will tell you this. I thought the box would tell you what the magic is. It does not. No. There's a whole – I'm going to spoil a little something here. Once you open it, there's all the puzzle pieces. And then there's a separate envelope that tells you don't open till later. And then when uh. you open that envelope, the first thing you see is a piece of paper that says, did you really finish the puzzle? Because if not, you're ruining yourself the fun. <laughs> so it really wants to make sure that the, that the surprise is not spoiled. Okay. okay. Oh, man. Yeah. I can't wait to see this. That would be, be awesome. I'm super excited. Yes. I don't know what the, the fun is, but I'm in. There we go. I've never been excited um, to do a puzzle, but now I'm like, I'm, I'm excited to do this, this particular puzzle. Well, as we discussed last week, you like to do models and stuff. So it seems like it's right up your alley. True. Well, all right. Honk, honk, honk. I have to go put a tally <laughs> under a hot over winter here. Hot over summer continues. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Now, just quick heads up where we stand. Chris with 12. Todd's got some. And I have 11. So I'm only one behind. I know. Chris. So there was a time oh, when we almost kicked Obert off the podcast because he I, Obert was... had two and like we were we were like way ahead uh, because right. we were we were That's joking right. because New Tud was catching up to Obert. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh my god. Oh no. Um, I need to drink but... I need to drink better beers, I think. I need to just ace in the holes for for uh, 4.1. I'm guessing 4.1 next week, guys. Uh Yeah, <laughs> just bring in some uh divine barrel crazy pancakes and uh there you go that's it but no it, all seriousness todd has 19 17 18 there we go one of those three numbers <laughs> no no um, 19 because there's one in the box oh, yeah, so hey, uh, I, can't, oh, sorry, the, I can't see i can't see it anymore uh, <laughs> i can see it don't worry <laughs> the one in the box doesn't count and the one down there i don't remember what that was from but it doesn't count either <laughs> well, anyway. and i was i was close to getting number 20 this week Except for right. I, I brought this terrible fucking beer to the, the podcast. Well, it's time to whip out our frosty mug from our freezer, fill it up with the wisdomy wisdom, life advice, hacks, stuff we like slash love. Um, we'll find out. But first, Jordan, take it away. That was not the right button. <laughs> I was like, that sounds different. <laughs> That's Pete. What the hell is going on here? Pete's trying to get back (laughs) in the gong game. Oh, no. Might as well make it a threesome. How many gongs do you have? A lot of gongs. (laughs) Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test. Mug of Wisdom! Drink. Mug of Wisdom! Finish that Lovato. 
overt popcorn and other animals. Mug of wisdom! All right, Jordan, thank you. As always, wreck my podcast. Check him out there. Um, he's got some good, good podcasts. Okay, man of Obert, Obert. Thanks again, Jordan. All right, I think I'll go first. Um, I think I wasn't sure what I wanted to do on this episode, but I have to continue, maybe do a spinoff segment on the Frosty Mug to uh, the, the pizza corner of the Frosty Mug <laughs> of Wisdom. Oh, boy. Because I, I went with a new pizza recipe this weekend, and um, I just want to talk about it because I'm so excited with how well it came out. It was my first ever Detroit-style mm. pizza. Um, I they have never... their own style? Detroit has their own style. Yes. And uh, I've been... Seeing it on the subreddit for a while, people post these pictures of the Detroit-style pizzas, and they look amazing. I'll tell you why in a second. But I ordered one. There's a a new pizza place by me, Ranger Joe's. Shout out. I tried their Detroit-style. Not bad. Um, But then I decided to make my own. What makes it Detroit-style is it is a pan pizza cooked in a large rectangular pan um, where the ingredients go crust, then traditionally you put the cheese and toppings and then you dollop the sauce on top but as i mentioned it's cooked in a pan one thing that's different is it has a melted burnt cheese crust called a i think it's i don't know if it's pronounced i think it's frico frico it's uh f-r-i-c-o where you stuff cheese around the outside of the pan um on the outside of the crust as it bakes and that cheese gets to be like you know that delicious like burnt cheese that you have that's yep. what you have all around the outside of your crust and mm. tell you what this was amazing they sell they sell special pans you don't need one of those any like deep uh you know rectangular pan that you have for normal cooking stuff will work i use the cold ferment dough you spread it out in your pan um i'll put this link in the show notes to this recipe but i baked the dough by itself to get a nice little rise to get the crust to kind of open up. Mm. And then I took it out, topped it, put it back in for 10 to 12 minutes. And of course, put that, that cheese in around the crust. And uh, one of my better pizzas to date. Not, wow. I'm not going to say it was the best. It's just it's something different pizza style I'd never had before. Um, it looks like a casserole. Really good. Yeah. Like I said, it's a, it's a, pan, it's a pan pizza. It's not a Chicago deep dish, but it is kind of approaching that. Um, right. I didn't love the cheese, the sauce on top. It just made it kind of messy, and the sauce cooled off too quickly. I think if I was going to do it again. I would do my own spin on it and just do the pan pizza, but with the cheese on top of the sauce. A Montana style pizza. Sure, over <laughs> style. Does, does Montana style. have an, a style of pizza? Yeah, bad. <laughs> That's North Carolina style too. Yeah. Listen, Obert, It sounds like it sounds like you might have a future. Being a pizza guy Ooh, in Montana. There you go. What if you started up Obert's Pizzeria and you did yeah, all the different a, uh, styles? I should. There was, uh, we had two pizza places in Whitefish. The better one closed in like October. And I went into the second best one and was like, hey, 
looks like you guys are the best pizza place in town now. They didn't think that was very funny. But but the first place, Second Street, just reopened under a new name. Um, Some Italian, whatever. I don't know. I haven't been in there yet. But uh, I got to see how their pizza compares because maybe you're right. Maybe I got to bring some good quality za to Whitefish. Maybe that's my Mm -hmm. calling in life. Yeah, see, I think I think go. it sounds like a good business idea. You could do that, yeah. you know, craft beer bar as well. I like it. I like it. And hire um, your your one of your best friends is uh, your manager or something that only takes like a quarter million a year. Yeah, and I, I'll you can sure. hire me. T- you can hire your other friend, and I'll I'll make sure that I'm the pizza t- tester and the beer Ooh, tester. Okay, I'll make sure that we're it's safe. You gotta be the the pizza tester and then also the shirt size selector. <laughs> yes, pizza tester, beer taster, and shirt size chooser. But this <laughs> you're is not just, gonna go. With... Just an FYI, though, I take a slice out of every pizza sold. I gotta make sure it's safe. Yeah. Yep, yep. That's why that's why our name is we're we're Pac-Man's. It's our pizza. <laughs> it's our it's our brand. I also take a sip out of everybody's beer before I serve it to them. <laughs> Okay, it's a tough line of work, but somebody's got to do it. Um, you just have to audition, Chris, by showing me your your dough spin. You gotta show me how you get that, fling it up in the air. Uh, See, Chris, I'll... I don't have to audition. I've already Obert's seen me eat pizza and drink beer. I have and wear t-shirts. <laughs> I mean, I'm good at all that stuff too. <laughs> You've applied maybe, for the wrong job. Maybe I went for I the wrong job. Damn it. <laughs> All right. Well, I think I'm going to hand the frosty mug over to Tud. Tud, what do you got for us this week? Yeah. So I found this interesting website uh, called tapefear.com. T A P E F E A R.com. Link in the show notes for this as well. But what it is, is some guy created a program on his computer like 10, 15 years ago that just scrolled through Spotify and found a lot of under-the-radar style music um, and just saved the image of the album, the name of the album, and a link to to the Spotify listing. And um, I saw this on Reddit, and so the guy posted it and said, said, hey, I didn't realize this was happening on my computer, but you know, turned a happy accident into a website. And so... It, so he named it tapefear.com. And so what you do is you go to the website, you select a drop from a drop-down box, either if you want to hit all or there's you know, different types of music. It's basic channel, beats slash hip-hop, classical and ambient, dark ambient slash metal, disco slash funk, documentary, dub slash reggae, on and on and on. And so like if you wanted to you know just click your favorite type of music and hit uh, discover, it will bring you to a random under-the-radar album or artist on spotify and if you wanted to rediscover you just hit the the rediscover button and it searches again and then there's a link where you can listen to the music right on the website or if you want to open it actually in spotify you click the little spotify logo it opens up in the app on your phone and now you're at some brand new musicians music that you may have never heard of Hmm. um as somebody like that's cool yeah somebody like myself who likes to listen to to random things um i find i find this website fascinating there's tens of thousands of albums. Um, I actually found a, a, a new artist that I kind of like called Buck B U C K. Uh, they're a funk reggae. <laughs> yeah, not that, not that Buck, <laughs> but oh. they're a 
they're a fun uh, like reggae style band, and it's just cool just to listen to it and you know just something different. Like when you're when you're like I need something new to listen to, it's the perfect website to go to. Maybe you'll find something undiscovered. Maybe you'll find something you hate, and then you just hit rediscover and go find something else. Uh, great website. Just wanted to shout it out. I think it's one of the coolest things I've found in recent memory on the internet. Okay, tape Neat. fear. Tape fear. Very cool. Um, Chris, that leaves you. All right. So uh, I don't know if you guys know this. I stream on Twitch. Um, no. Yeah, it's this thing. I do. Um, Be a gamer. Check it out. Goodstreamer.net. Hit, hit it up. Um, and uh, one thing I did recently to kind of uh, elevate uh, my Twitch stream to the next level, as well as uh, give Dana something to do while I'm streaming. I invested in a Switch OLED, so the OLED model of the Switch. So uh, for those of you that don't know, it's uh, basically just a new and improved Switch with uh, the the main draw is just a slightly larger screen, um, and it's LED versus LCD. Um, and, uh, let me tell you, it's OLED versus it's LCD. OLED. Yes. Um, 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 yes. OLED. The organic version of LED. Yeah. <laughs> it costs more because less, you find less it, carbs, get it at whole yeah. foods. Um, and, uh, so it is OLED. And let me tell you that screen is, uh, is pretty sharp, pretty sharp. And, um, you know, I know they, uh, it's very clear, very bright. Um, and, uh, you know, it feels nice. I don't know if that's just the feeling of like a new switch versus my launch day switch that's seen seen some stuff, but like, uh, but it, it you know it's it's really it's really nice. Um, it adds, uh, in and I can use that uh, on stream to play two different games at once, or in my case, hunt two different Pokemon at once, um, and uh, all that fun stuff. Uh, but it's really cool. Um, uh, Mrs. B. Uh, Dana's been uh, obsessed with playing uh, Stardew Valley, which is an amazing game. I think we, we put it over on the podcast before. I know that. but like Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's been a handle because otherwise I would have made it one this week because I've been playing it too. <laughs> so, uh, so, you know, she's been like, she's been like, are you going to use the Switch tonight? Are you using both Switches tonight? Um, and uh, it's, it's, it's really nice. It's nice to have a second one. I didn't think I was, I was like, well, why do I need a second one? And then I ended up buying one. Uh, and uh, I'm glad I did because it, it, it looks very, very sleek. Um, so um, if you are looking to either upgrade a Switch or if you don't have a Switch, like if you're, if you're out there and you're like, listen, I don't have a Switch. I want to buy one. Spend it's the time. Fi- spend the 50 bucks. Spend the 50 bucks. You know, yes, they're a little bit, more ex- little bit more expensive than the regular Switches, but totally worth it. It's definitely worth the extra 50 bucks. I just did that same thing. I upgraded mine. I traded my... I don't have two switches. I'm not fancy like like Chris. I traded mine in, <laughs> got the money for it, traded some other stuff in, um, and got an OLED switch. And I got to tell you, it, it does feel like it's a more quality product. Um, big fan so far, as long as you remember how to log into your Switch account. <laughs> you should you should have sold me your Switch because I'd have three switches. <laughs> Sorry. All of the switches, but yeah, it, it definitely it, it also has better battery life. I don't know about about Obert, you or Chris, you, but I don't ever play mine on the dock. I think you know. I think I said before in my lifetime of owning a switch, I think I've played on a dock you know four or five hours in total. The rest of it has is always handheld for me. Yeah, I mean, I play mine almost always docked, but hashtag streamer life. That's what we say in the biz. So and Obert doesn't even know where his tw- his switch is. 
I do too. It's right over there. I see it yeah, gathering dust in the case. <laughs> the case is gathering dust. The switch is perfectly fine. And so with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. Uh, we'd like to thank the breweries who provided today's beers. I will go first and thank Sober Carpenter for their white, non-alcoholic craft brew. I would like to thank uh, Authentic Brewing Company and Brandon for their uh, Upright Hermit uh, Dry Irish Stout. I think it's Authentic. You think so? Uh, let's ask Brandon. Ath- authentic, Authentic. I think it's uh, well, I mean, it's, or it's, it's just Authentic. It's Athens, Georgia. Authentic. Okay. I don't All know. Right. Maybe maybe, maybe he'll correct. You know, historian, write it. <laughs> we need to. We need to know. Yes. Yeah. I was thinking more of like Athena, but it's like mm, yeah, that's true. Athens, sure. All right. Athens. I want to thank yeah. I want to thank Foam for their very delicious Odd Pets. Oh wait, twenty twenty one a. Please go over to social media and follow us everywhere at DAWF Podcast. Also, make sure you hashtag follow the email at DAWF Podcast at gmail.com. Historian of the podcast, if you're listening, that, that we want we want an email. How do you pronounce the name of your brewery? And then we'll talk about it next <laughs> week. Um, but yeah, send that email to DAWF Podcast at gmail.com. Also, please make sure you head over to Discord and join the conversation over there live and in person um, with other fans of the show. And also, make sure you head over to Patreon where you get an extra episode of Drinking Lima Friends on basically a bi-weekly basis. This week, Obert brought a beer to the pod that came from his ventures back to Connecticut. So if you'd like to hear about what that beer is, um, hint, hint, it has nothing to do with a sports team, head on over there for as little as a dollar a month, 25 cents a week, or 20 cents on a five-week month. You can get an extra episode or two um, every single month. So make sure you do that. And then also, finally, make sure you head over to Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star rating and a review, and share with your friends and family. It's really the best way for us to grow this podcast, and we greatly appreciate it. With that, my name's Doug. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. The cat's like going nuts right now. Jumping off the walls. Literally jumping off the walls. What do you mean? It's cat 30. <laughs> and, and he's, he's thirster. <laughs> he's crazy. He is. It's cat he's, 30, and he's crazy. He's been meowing like a cat all week, so maybe something crazy won't hurt him. Maybe some catnip won't hurt him. Because <laughs> it's cat 30. Meow. I want that as a drop. <laughs>